Wow, here we are officially in the second half of season one. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show thus far. If this is your first episode, welcome. My name is Angelo Robledo, and I'm a sample archaeologist digging through the crates of music's past to piece together the stories behind the world's biggest records. Each week, I track one prominent sample or sound, either forwards or backwards through time, documenting all the hits that have used that sample. This often reveals surprising connections that span decades and genres. This week will be no different because we are exploring the third most sampled song of all time. With 2,337 samples in just over 30 years, it is one of the most widespread sounds in modern music history. While originally a staple in old school hip hop, it has been used in almost every modern genre at this point and remains frequently sampled despite its age. In fact, this song has been sampled 64 times in 2019 alone and is less than 10 samples away from moving up one rank to be the second most sampled song in history. The song is none other than Think About It by Lynn Collins. Before we dive into the samples, let's talk about Lynn Collins, better known as Mama Feelgood, the female preacher. Born in Lexington, Texas, she quickly developed immense singing talent, recording her first song at age 14. Later in the 1960s, she sent a demo track to James Brown, who eventually let her into his band and artist development group in the early 70s. This song was written and produced by James Brown, who himself is the single most sampled artist in history. Don't worry, we'll be doing episodes on him soon enough. His band, the JBs, provided the instrumental to the song, creating that unmistakable drumline with the yeah and woos. This song was moderately successful after its release in 1972, peaking at number 9 on the Billboard Soul Charts. In 1986, the yeah-woo drum break was included on Ultimate Breaks and Beats Volume 16, a compilation of old funk, disco, soul, and R&B drum breaks sold to DJs and producers for use in mixing, scratching, and sampling. It is this that catapulted and immortalized the sample as possibly the greatest of all time. The drummer that played this infamous break was John Starks. Bobby Bird sang the Yaz, and James Brown himself sang the Woos. After first listen, you may be thinking that you can only recall a few songs that sample Think About It. How could over 2,000 songs sample this one song without it being more noticeable? That's because it's been stretched and distorted heavily to keep it original, often being layered into other parts of production, making it hard to pick out unless you know what to look out for. As I mentioned earlier, this song has been sampled over 2,300 times, so going through each use would take a lifetime, especially considering that Collins is sampled, on average, 60 or more times each year this decade. I will be revealing both the most famous uses of this breakbeat and some of the more obscure ones. I'll warn you in advance, this will be a bit of a longer episode, but that's the nature of the beast when a song has been sampled over 2,300 times. Luckily, only three songs are over the 2,000 mark, so this won't be a common occurrence. 
As always, a companion playlist will be released with this episode that will contain all songs discussed, plus more, so that you can explore the uses of this sample yourself. We're going to start with the first use of this sample, the 1987 song Females Get On Up by UK-based Cookie Crew and produced by The Beatmasters. Made up by MC Remedy and Suzy Q, the duo raps about both mean girls and guys who underestimate them as MCs. The song is a jam and holds up all these years later. It just makes you wonder how things might be different if they released this in the US as opposed to the UK. There's a chance that they could have been a hit following the 1986 success of West Coast female rap group JJ Fad, who we talked about in episode 1. Sadly, this track never jumped the pond, but nonetheless, it gets to claim the first use of the Think About It sample. The next song we're going to discuss is from another early female rapper. In fact, she states in her social media bios that if you don't know who she is, you don't really know hip-hop. It sounds a little braggadocious, but I'm here to tell you that she's 100% right. Before DeBrat became the first female rapper to go platinum, before MC Light became the first solo female rapper to release a full-length album, and before JJ Fad became the first female rappers to be nominated for a Grammy, there was Roxanne Shantae, arguably the first female rapper period. In 1984, at just 14 years old, she recorded a freestyle diss track against the UTFO crew, who released their song Roxanne Roxanne earlier that year. Her song, Roxanne's Revenge, went on to peak at number 22 on the hip-hop charts. It catapulted her success and paved the way for female rappers to come. If her story sounds amazing, it's because it is. The 2018 biopic, Roxanne Roxanne, available on streaming platforms including Netflix, gives this important figure the recognition she deserves, and I would highly recommend checking it out. However, Roxanne's Revenge doesn't contain Lynn Collins' sample. It contains a different sample that we'll have to save for another day. After a few more releases and the increased prominence of female rappers in the industry, she released Go On Girl in 1988, which does indeed sample the Think About It break. Finally, we've arrived at the use that I know you've all been waiting for. I don't even need to really introduce it, you all know what it is. Hit it! This is obviously It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, the 1988 mega hit sometimes cited as the greatest or most successful hip hop song of all time. I wanna rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Stay away from me. 
show The reason why, man, I don't know So let's go, cause The song went platinum and is comprised almost entirely of samples or interpolations from Think About It. The loop is so associated with the song, many times people don't even realize it's a sample from 15 years prior. It's so iconic, in fact, that Rolling Stone magazine considers it the single greatest use of a looped drum break in hip-hop history, equating it to the virtuosity of the guitar solo in Stairway to Heaven. The entire song is catchy, danceable, and simply an all-out party. In a 2018 interview celebrating the 30th anniversary of the song, Rob Bass recalls hearing the sample for the first time on volume 16 of Ultimate Breaks and Beats, and composing the entire song in just one night, saying, quote, I like the Lynn Collins sample. The Lynn Collins part made a big impact on the song, the woo yeah part. A lot of people said, oh, too much woo yeah, you need to take it out at some point. I had to fight and say, nah, we gotta keep that in the whole record. That's got to stay in there. And people didn't understand where I was coming from, end quote. In a different interview with NPR that same year, he states, First we picked out the breakbeat. But then when I listened to the whole song, I was like, yo, this song is dope. We realized that it was one part when she said that it takes two to make a thing go right. I was like, wow, this would be a nice hook too. Despite seemingly middling numbers for a hit at first glance, only 33rd on the Billboard Hot 100, it was number three on the dance charts and has enjoyed dozens of samples, remixes, and covers over the years. The success of this song caused an absolute explosion in the use of the Lynn Collins sample. Boys to Men used it in their 1991 New Jack Swing classic Motown Philly to provide a beat change and breakdown halfway through the song. Boys to Men recently re-recorded a lot of their original songs, including Motown Philly, for their 25th anniversary. In an interview, they talked about how re-recording the songs themselves gives them more control in licensing because now they own the master recordings, not the record company. This means that someone can now get permission to sample Motown Philly, for example, directly from Boys to Men themselves, instead of having to deal with the record company. This implies that Boys to Men wants to make it easier for people to sample and use their work. In order to stay original, though, other artists have stretched and distorted and layered the Yahoo's to be less recognizable, or use more obscure parts of the original song. Take, for example, the 1992 song Mike Checka by Das FX. It's hard to hear, but they sample Lynn Collins singing Let Me Tell You Something. Listen carefully during the chorus and you'll hear it. Besides the sample, you may have noticed that they add the phrase iggity to the end of basically every word they say. It's kind of their shtick. 
An even more unexpected and hard to hear use of this sample is in the theme song for a little show you may have heard before that ran from 1993 to 1998. Listen really closely to the backing drums and see if you can pick out the yas and the woos. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye. Of course, that was the theme song from Bill Nye the Science Guy, which was written and produced by Mike Green in 1992 at the height of the popularity of the Yeah Woo sample. In general, sampling is viewed as a way producers insert themselves into the history or narrative of a sound, usually connected to a sense of nostalgia. This is why a lot of producers in the late 80s and early 90s sampled songs from the 60s and 70s, which is when they were children. Sampling can reinforce a sense of cultural connection or community and broadcasts that self-realized membership to others. However, in the Bill Nye theme song, the intended audience of young children and adolescents are generally not aware of sampling and have no cultural connection to a sample that dated relative to themselves, which means this sample was included for a different, more commercial reason. Rather than an artistic reason, the sample was used as an effective way to add excitement to the song and develop the brand of Bill Nye. Something similar can be said about the Lil Yachty and Carly Rae Jepsen remix of It Takes Two that was used for a Target commercial that ran during the 2017 Grammy Awards. By the early 90s, it was clear that hip-hop would be a mainstay in popular music, and the Lynn Collins sample essentially became synonymous with the genre. This led to it being included whenever a mainstream pop artist wanted to make a song that had a hip-hop feel, which Madonna did with her 1993 song, Bye Bye Baby. Other examples of this in more recent decades include Katy Perry, the aforementioned Carly Rae Jepsen, Miley Cyrus, and Sabrina Carpenter. Jumping to the 2010s, this song is as alive as ever, with 60 or so new uses each year. This is largely driven by dance music, which is seeing a resurgence of the tradition discussed last week of repurposing soul, funk, and disco for electronic compositions. This resurgence arguably hit the mainstream, with Daft Punk's random access memories in 2013, but had been brewing in the underground for some while. In my mind, this is best exemplified by the 2011 song Get Down Boogie by Greek new funk EDM producer Basement Freaks on his album Something Freaky. 
I actually found this album physically crate digging while on a trip to Athens, Greece in 2013, a rare occurrence in the digital age. But finding it in such a random, tangible way obviously left an impact because it's an album I come back to often to marvel at its sample use. Basement Freaks actually uses the Lynn Collins sample on two different songs on the same album. I think the international appeal of this sample demonstrates just how foundational it is to pop and dance music. This might be best exemplified by its recent use across the Pacific by K-pop star Psy, the artist behind Gangnam Style in 2012. His 2017 song, I Love It, has the sample prominently front and center. Despite dance music being the main driver of this sample being used in the 2010s, it is still used widely in hip-hop. Take the 2017 song by Fergie and Nicki Minaj, you already know it. What's remarkable about this song is that it doesn't hide the sample in the rest of the composition. Similar to It Takes Two by Rob Bass, the sample is the composition, with almost the entire instrumental being composed of the Lynn Collins sample. Let it go, get far. I just can't hold back and forth Cause I'm the girl with soul and control and effects So what the heck, the discotheque is this proof is the next Tease on the camera, freeze while I animate I'm no amateur, I'ma laminate I'ma assassinate all the imitates Then I'ma take a break and meditate let me think about it, put my little noodle on a problem, then I drink about it. Drink a little, swig a little, sip a little, spill a little, feel a little loopy when I get a little tipsy. Bees got me feeling like a gypsy. Okay, this episode's getting long, and I'm sure my amazing producer guy is thoroughly annoyed with how many songs I'm making him splice in here. So I'll wrap it up with just one more song, Don't Be Afraid to Be Different by Logic, featuring Will Smith. This comes from Logic's most recent album released this year, and this song uses the drum break without the yaz and the woos, making it a little bit more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to be The song is built around this drum sample, making the entire production have an old school feel, enhanced by having Will Smith on the track, who himself used the sample a few times on his own tracks in the 90s. Don't be afraid to be different, y'all. West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground as well now. Forget all that. Came in the game on my Nina Fresh, won the first rap Grammy, so I guess I'm blessed. I can't stress enough how widespread the use of this sample is. If it were feasible, I could spend another few hours breaking down hundreds of major artists and how they used it to enhance their tracks. Since I can't do that without Guy Killing Me, I'm going to read a list of just some of the artists I wasn't able to go over this episode. Just as a reminder, all songs mentioned in the episode plus more will be available in both an Apple Music and Spotify playlist that will be released alongside the episode, so check out the show notes to find them. Okay, here we go with the list. K 
Katy Perry, Black Eyed Peas, Tony Tony Tony, Sean Paul, Janet Jackson, Slick Rick, Biz Marquee, Miley Cyrus, Pharrell Williams, Batman Scoop, Run the Jewels, Sabrina Carpenter, De La Soul, EPMD, Ice Cube, NWA, Snoop Dogg, Kanye West, David Guetta, Jamie XX, and hundreds upon hundreds more. That's it for this episode of Sample Excavator. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at idigitfirst, that's I-D-I-G-I-T-1-S-T, all one word, on both platforms. And you can find the podcast at Sample Excavator on both platforms as well. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. I simply cannot stress enough how much this alone helps the visibility and reach of the show, so it is greatly appreciated. Sample Excavator is researched and written by myself and produced by Guy Tannenbaum. The theme song was written and produced by David Ramos. You can email questions, suggestions, comments, and concerns to thesampleexcavator at gmail.com. Again, all songs from today's episode can be found on an Apple Music and Spotify playlist published alongside this show. Instructions on finding them are in the show notes. Also, links to all articles and interviews referenced can be found in the show notes as well. As usual, here's a sneak peek at a song we'll be looking at next week. Until then, keep on digging. Stay